Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was the beginning of what we were doing or you're just making noise. Oh, you know me. Sometimes a noise denotes a beginning and sometimes a noise is a noise. Mm-hmm. Ain't that the truth? Mm-hmm. Um, can I just tell you, I ordered coasters yes. and they came in the heaviest box I've ever seen. Hmm. And I said, Oh, me, oh, my. Did I order rock coasters? What is this? Hmm. They sent eight sets of coasters. I only ordered one. I looked at the receipt. It said one. I only paid for the one set of coasters. So now, is it on me? They didn't send a return label. It would be very easy to just return it if they sent a return label. But I would have to come out of pocket sending these coasters back. But they're What brand is this? It's, um... Uh, Jonathan Adler. Hmm, that's so strange. It's eight so, sets is very different than one set. It of is. Coasters. There's. I don't even know how the translation got all fucked up because it's four coasters per set, and they sent eight. Hmm. So what do I do? Well, I mean, I'll take those coasters. <laughs> <laughs> you want seven things of coasters? I'll take like two. <laughs> But then I'm like, is that bad juju? Like, should I drive to the store and return them? Uh, I, I, I mean, that's like extra effort you didn't ask for. I know. Maybe I should call them and mm-hmm. say, hi, you sent too many coasters. What would you like me to do with these? Yeah, it's possible they'll say, keep it. Yes. And then... That will be my gift for the next 10 years to any old person. <laughs> oh, you, you, uh, happy oh, more, birthday. More coasters. coasters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's what I'll do. I'll call. They are heavy, too. Like, it's a big fucking box, baby. What are the coasters? Are they, like, glass? Um, they're, like, art deco-y with, like, faces, like a, like a one-stroke face on it, if that makes oh. any sense. They're really okay. cute. Okay. That's fun. Yeah, I'm very pleased. I placed them in my house and I said, wow, these are nice coasters. Good eye. <laughs> and then... <laughs> the rest and I said, wow. 
<laughs> wow, you done good, buyer. You done good. <laughs> you really outdid yourself this time. <laughs> yeah, that's just me walking around my house being like, mm, mm, mm. wow, wow, wow. You are a decorator. And do you need to find hardware for my closet? Okay. Because there was like a closet system in the closet before, like when the, from the previous seller. Mm-hmm. And it was like that metal that has the holes where you can like readjust the level of mm-hmm. the shelf and whatnot. And it just looked, I wanted an up, upgraded version of that. Yes. <laughs> and so we took it all out. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm trying to find like just cute, like... <laughs> A, a bracket? I don't know what anything's called. It's like just a thing that like holds the pole mm-hmm. and goes in the wall. And then maybe has a, a thing on the top for a shelf to be put on top of it. And they have them at Lowe's and Home Depot and stuff. But I, And I keep seeing pictures of cute ones, but I'm not seeing links to where those cute ones are coming mm. from. Have you looked at the container store? <laughs> I actually have not looked at the container store. So the container store has whole closet systems. So <laughs> you can pick and choose which system you want. And I don't know if they, like, do the installing or if you buy it and then you have to self-install. But yeah. I know that they have, like, closet, like, things that can make your closet organized and good. Oh, I see. Custom closets. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love the container store because every time I go, I'm like, my, my home could look organized. Yeah. And I'm like, but then I have to buy all these little things? <laughs> no. <laughs> but then it looks so nice because the stuff is not out. It's like in a cute little box. Mm-hmm. I will say, so I have this like buffet table in my bedroom. And it's it's meant for like dishes and stuff in your dining room. But it looks really cute in my bedroom. So mm-hmm. I bought, those are the baskets I bought from the container store that one oh, yes. time I spun around when we left and nobody left. Yeah, uh, still really sticks out in my brain as one of the funniest things I've ever done that nobody enjoyed. (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) Well, thank you. Dressed as Blue's Clues, just spinning around Pasadena. Uh, And I gotta say, it's really made it easier to just, like, open it, pull it out, pull what I want, and as opposed to, like, falling stacks of whatever. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, yeah, I think you should head up to the container store and get yourself a (laughs) customized closet system with them. Yeah. All right. I'll look it up. Great. Solved that problem. What other problems do you have in in the home? (laughs) We need to get new windows in the kitchen. Oh, okay. Um, But I think that's like, has to be like booked in advance. I was told like, I don't know why. I guess I could say the order the windows. Yeah. You got to order the windows and then they're going to be like, they're going to be here in six to 10 weeks. And then three Mm -hmm. weeks in, they're like, here are your windows. And you're like, nobody was ready for them. And then you have to (laughs) figure out somebody to put them in. It's, uh, it's fun when you have to do things yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And the contractor was like, um, cause there's definitely windows that are broken in the kitchen. So we Mm -hmm. have to just go replace all of them. And then they're also single pane. So he was like, that doesn't hold heat well and also like if it gets hot outside it'll get hot inside Mm -hmm. and then i realized oh all of our windows are single pane Mm -hmm. so i was like that's not great gonna be good at all because i get so cold and Mm -hmm. if it gets cold at nighttime i'm gonna be so cold Mm -hmm. and so i was like should we replace all of them and he was like well maybe he's like it's not gonna like really um 
help the resale value. It's like it's like not going to make a difference, basically. But I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not thinking about the resale value. I'm going to live here forever. I'm thinking mm-hmm. about my comfort. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is funny when you talk to people about like updates and stuff, they will talk about resale value. And yeah. I've had to say to my contractor, I'm like, I'm going to die here. <laughs> um, truly put me put me right under that basement. I will die here. Haunt this house. I will be here forever. Okay. Yeah. That's like, that's not my main priority. My main priority is me staying warm at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I still think it's so weird that people look at homes as like, we'll live here for a little bit. We're going to do it. We're going to live through a construction and then we're going to just sell it. It's like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. Because I'm like, I've moved around a lot as, mm. as a person, as a, like, not even just as an adult in my childhood too. I'm so, so ready to just stay in one spot for a long time. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine getting a home to a place where it's like, it's done, and then leaving. Yeah, truly so out of control for me. Uh, one of the reasons why I haven't updated, updated my kitchen is because I'm like, I feel like it's timeless. I feel like any era you yeah. could come into this kitchen and be like, well, this is a fun kitchen. Yeah. Uh, but that's like the one resale thing I've thought of. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is like, Opening up walls. I'm like, I guess the resale value would go up if it was an open concept. But like, I'm not I'm not trying to look at people from the living room from my kitchen. I'll never understand no. people who are like, while I'm cooking, I can like scream at my children from the living room. <laughs> no, this is my time. You fucking do whatever you want in that living room. But I'll yeah, there be should be here. some separation. <laughs> that's what me personally. That's what I think. I want to scream at my children <laughs> from the kitchen. <laughs> Well, it's always like, you know, entertain my guests and also be cooking. I'm like, what guests? You have kids. You're just screaming at them. You want an open sight line to scream at them for touching your white couch. That's all you want. (laughs) Also, people can come in the kitchen. Yes. They act like they can't just come in the kitchen and talk if you want to talk and then leave. And then they can leave. And it's fine. Yeah. Um. I've been still watching HGTV because I fucking love it. And mm-hmm. they have a new app where it's a bunch of, it's like ID channel, TLC, it's Discovery Plus. And oh, yes. I love Discovery Plus, okay? Wait, I, is the ID first, channel on Discovery Plus? Huh? Is the ID channel on Discovery Hell Plus? Hell yeah, dude. And if oh you pay God. for Discovery Plus, you get all of it. All of it. Some exclusive content that's only on the app. <laughs> so this, this episode is... Uh, Sponsored by Discovery Plus. And it's not. Yeah. I just love it. But there's a show on it called Rock the Block. Okay. And I love it. So season one of Rock the Block was four, I believe, four women who had to interior design these, like, prefab houses in Santa Clarita. And then mm-hmm. uh, someone would win, whatever, whatever. But, like, the whole thing was you could live in one of these designed homes. You could then buy one. And mm. it was very roundabout. I couldn't figure out how to see one. Uh, <laughs> they made it so hard. Season two is just these like four houses in the middle of nowhere in Georgia. And then they design it and then someone walks through and appraises it. And okay. I was like, this is not an appraisal. An appraisal, you don't go through and go, uh-oh, you made the butler pantry smaller. We're going to dock $1,000 from the sale of the home. I mean, an appraisal is, it's comps in the area. So mm-hmm. it's just like, just to make sure that this house isn't so far over what the other homes have sold for. And yeah, yeah. you can increase the value if you like put more bathrooms, more rooms, but it's not going to increase the value so, so much 
that like it's it's just it's a weird way to like say like you did a good job by like adding it's such a weird show and i can't get enough of it well kimmy and jordan were just talking about hometown earlier have you heard of that show hometown is remind me who hosts home who are the people in hometown is a lady with short Aaron hair? Aaron and Ben Napier. It is a lady with short hair. And then yes. like a chunky husband who never says one word? Yeah, with a bit. Well, he says some words, but not as many. And he's got a beard. Yeah, okay. They're not, their style is like not for me. Mm. I gotta say, I need HGTV to do more house hunter renovations. This is where the money is. The gold. <laughs> the, the like, <laughs> the razzmatazz. <laughs> because... You get people's taste as opposed to, like, two interior designers, decorate your home, you've left your house, you're surprised. This Mm -hmm. is like the homeowner being like, I don't know, we can't do that tile, we have to do subway tile. And it's like, why? Like, the interior decorator would be like, no, let's not do, let's do something interesting. And they're like, we're not interesting people. And then you see... (laughs) 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 Or you get these horrendous homes. There's this one that, like, lives in my heart forever. Maybe I've mentioned it, but... They did red subway tile in their kitchen with red grout. Oh, you did tell me that. Ugh. It's like a Ugh. murder basement. Oh, it was disgusting. Their mm. cabinets were this high gloss white and they had a white couch and a red accent wall. And I said, you people are sick. And I loved it. Mm. Every second mm. of it. Every <laughs> second. Oh, my God. I love House Hunters Renovations. <laughs> if anyone from HGTV is listening, please do more episodes of That One for Me. Have you seen the trailer for Marriage or Mortgage? Okay, Netflix sent me an email, and I said, I'm intrigued by this show. They're sending you emails about shows? I guess I'm on a mailing list. (laughs) (laughs) I've never got an email from Netflix. Netflix has never said, ma'am, we have something you might like. No, I don't think so. Tune in. Unless it's going to my spam or something. It might be going Um, to your spam. Maybe. We tried to watch the first episode and we did not finish it, mostly because my man kept yelling. He couldn't. He was so furious. Why was he, he was, mad? Even before we started, he was like, if they don't pick the house, they're <laughs> idiots. The options are, it's like there's a real estate agent and the wedding planner and there's a couple mm-hmm. that's like, we only have enough money to either get married or have a house. Mm-hmm. And so like, and then the marriage and then the wedding planner and the real estate agent are competing to get the couple to go their way. They don't explain that very well, though. And they also don't give information about the hosts that much. Like, (laughs) they just, like, kind of started the show. And Mm -hmm. I was like, well, what? who am I supposed to be invested in? Like, I I would love there to be, like, a Cheryl and Denise have been competing since they were kids or something. Mm -hmm. There's, like, no backstory. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay, we're just starting the show. (laughs) And then uh, the couple is like, we both live in our parents' homes individually, okay. and we're engaged, uh-huh. and we can either get married or ha- put a down payment on a house. And my man was like, yeah, they have to get the house. Like, what? Yeah. So what, you're going to get married and go back to your parents' homes? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> and, and they, like, they're, they're too, like, they, it, it just seems like they're like, well, we don't know. And he's like, how do you not know? <laughs> he's, he's like, this show should be, congratulations, we're giving you a house. <laughs> like, there should never be a question on what, on are we going to get a, a dream wedding versus the house that we could live in for years and build credit on? Like, what? Yeah. I mean, I, it truly seems like a no-brainer. If I have the choice between, like, 
a living situation where it's not my parents' house or having a big old wedding, I'd be like, well, scale down the wedding. We'll get married in the fucking backyard. It's my backyard. Absolutely. You already own the, the land. You can have, you can do whatever you want there. <laughs> Man, how wild. Yeah. Huh. So it's, I was like, interesting concept. And then I was like, no, this just seems dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone should be saying house. And if you're not saying house, I'm going to be mad at you. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the couple that's like, okay, so we can afford to buy our house in cash or do a down payment and get married. (laughs) (laughs) What do we do? Get out of here. (laughs) It's like, you don't belong on this show. You're doing great. Goodbye. Yeah. Okay. So I've delved, I'm like pretty deep in HGTV. Mm -hmm. It has a hold on me. Okay. So I've been watching Nate and Jeremiah save our home. Mm -hmm. And it's the saddest people. There's one lady who was like, So I had a blood clot in my leg and I tore my ACL. We started construction, but our contractor couldn't do a lot of the things. We have no banister on the stairs. The stairs are not tacked to the the house. They're just kind of floating stairs. The kids are not allowed on them. I woke up this morning with a mouth full of blood. And then it's... (laughs) (laughs) And then Nate Burke is, who I didn't know, was a survivor of a tsunami where his partner fucking died. Like, what a dark fucking like backstory this man has so he's one of oprah's horror cruxes oprah had him on the show and then like i guess he was like a blooming interior designer who then his partner fernando got swept away in a tsunami i believe in thailand Mm -hmm. and so now he's rescuing people's homes who Mm -hmm. are waking up with mouthfuls of blood and i was like Mm -hmm. oh boy this is (laughs) you're doing the lord's work yeah and in one episode there is this blatant commercial for command strips picture hangers and it's it made me laugh so hard he was like hey do you like these pictures that i'm gonna hang up with command (laughs) picture strips and jeremiah is like i do like that picture that you're hanging up with command picture strips (laughs) and he's like and look it doesn't damage the wall you just take off the command picture strip and your wall is fine and then he was like how about we hang it over here and he's like you saw me with the command picture strips over here and now you want me over here with the command picture i was just like what (laughs) (laughs) i've never yeah (laughs) no one says command strips that, that much and that often. Their show is great. They do a very distinct style, I gotta say. And mm-hmm. they don't do the whole house. So, like, the bottom part of your home is decorated, and then you go upstairs to trash. It's oh, it's yeah. very confusing, some of, some of these shows. Yeah. And uh, they'll be like, how much do you have to spend? And they're like, $42,000. And this one lady was like, might not seem like a lot to some, but it's a lot to us and their house was filled with trash they were hoarders they cleared the house out and then they did the whole renovation they're like you had forty two thousand dollars to spend and we spent a hundred and twenty thousand and i was like wait a minute of these people's (laughs) money but then they're like we called in all the favors we could get and i was like but that doesn't explain how you went doubly over their budget who Hmm. paid for it i guess Hmm. hgtv and discovery plus yeah yep definitely what were you Um, trying to say before i steamrolled you no, it's okay. Uh, Tiny House Nation would do those obvious commercials as well, mostly mm-hmm. for Gorilla Glue. And it would just be like, just like so prominent in the shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, just just slathering it on wood, being like, this is the best thing to get these two pieces of wood to stay together. <laughs> mm. Which wow. is also like, I guess Gorilla Glue girl doesn't watch Tiny House. She, she should. She mm-hmm. should have. Mm-hmm. But also, that's now what they should use as their ad, is that, that girl's... That girl's journey. 
They should. They'll be like, we'll fucking slap that hair right onto your scalp. But that's not what it's for, guys. It's no, not. it's definitely not for that. It's for attaching wood in houses. <laughs> that's I'm, how strong it is. <laughs> it's so wild that that happened. It gripped the nation. I was following yeah. it fervently. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, everyone was so invested in that. Oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, when are we going to get one, another one of those stories where someone has used a different product for something else? Yeah, it really brings the country together. We need another mm-hmm. one of those. Every we, every few months, we need <laughs> a person to put themselves in danger for us to watch. <laughs> I mean, then she went Here's to the hoping. doctor. She was going to get, a, I think, a, a boob job. And then they found a lump. And she was like, I would never have found it without the Gorilla Glue. Oh, what? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, so she went to the doctor. Kimmy, can you look this up? I might be lying. I don't think I... <laughs> I they're like, man, Nicole gave Gorilla Glue cancer and she didn't even have it. Uh, but I'm pretty sure she found a lump in her titty. Because she was going to get breast implants? Yeah, because she had a little bit of coin in her pocket and was like, oh, I'm going to get... Because of this, because of all of this? Yes. Uh, oh, I see. So that she's like, thanks, Gorilla Glue. <laughs> you, you actually saved my life. <laughs> yes, I think that's what it was. Uh-oh, Whoa. Kimmy's having a tough time looking for it. I made There's made just it up. a lot of information. It's true. <laughs> I'm just trying to parse through it. I'm trying to get to how did we get to the lumps from the... Gr- I'm trying to, you know, connect. Yeah, how did we get it's to a, the lumps? It's a, it's a far journey. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Tessica went and saw Dr. Obang, uh, who defeated the Gorilla Glue. Um, and she went to him to get um, also like a makeover. And during the pre-surgery consultant, he discovered the lumps. They are not cancerous. Oh, okay, good. Um, so she's going to be okay. Um, so yeah, but it this whole journey started because of the Gorilla Glue. Wow. Wow. Gorilla okay. Glue, they should have jumped on this and been like, we're finding lumps. We are helping the people. <laughs> this is actually a good thing. <laughs> you can either do regular breast checks on yourself or mm-hmm. glue your hair and then eventually <laughs> get a get a doctor to see that you have lumps. I love it. You know, speaking of doctors, there's a story that I really like. And okay, there's a couple stories that I really love. It's people who do things that they know are bad, and then they keep doing them. There is mm-hmm. a young black man who keeps impersonating doctors, and he like he keeps working at hospitals for like a like a chunk of time. Oh, and no. I was like, you better do he has with them. He has like no medical uh, oh, no. expertise oh, no. at oh, all. No. Oh no! Oh, and then no. there's this other lady who stows away on planes. She yes, like I sent them <laughs> to you. She's been arrested twenty two times for sneaking on planes. Bold. And she's been like, there's like an order where she has to stay away from airports and they keep apprehending her at airports. She she did make it all the way to Hawaii once. Yes. And I was like, how? Like, we have to take our shoes off at security because of one bomb. This yeah. lady can just she gets on planes and flies place. How? I don't know. It inspired me. I was like, oh, one one time she found someone's discarded boarding pass. And I was like, so you just try to go anywhere? <laughs> She's like, sure. Yeah. Missouri, I'll go. Who, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? A shit? I said that right. Um, it sounded weird coming out of my mouth. 
And then also there was one time she got found in someone's seat. And the only reason why they found her is because the person showed up for the flight. And I was like, but Mm. what? That could have been you. Oh, maybe. I've kicked a person out of my seat. Mm -hmm. Because I got there right before the doors closed. It's like, oops, sorry. I've learned that when the door closes, if you just, you're like defeated about it, they'll let you on. It's happened twice now. (laughs) We go, oh no, it's closed. And they're like, hold on. Come on. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh. I mean, it is just a door. Like it It absolutely, they act like they can't open it. You can open it. This plane hasn't left yet. It hasn't left. The boarding door is not closed. Nothing is closed. Let me on. That happened to me one time. Uh, It was around the holidays and I was late because I'm late (laughs) and (laughs) the door was closed, but it was like glass. So I could see, (laughs) I could see the plane door open (laughs) and the, uh, the gate person was like, doing some paperwork or something. And I was like waving frantically. I was like, help, please. And she was like, <sighs> and she like came to the door, opened it. And she's like, I'm only doing this because it's Christmas. <laughs> and then she was like, run, run. And I and made me run to, to the plane. And I ran down the, down the like pathway. And then I sat down and we didn't leave for like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I was like, why did this lady make me run? Because she was wanted not to holding see you it. run. She yeah. was like, you have to do something for me. I did something for you. Let's see the long leg move. <laughs> I was all sweaty. I was like, <laughs> we didn't even, this plane was not going anywhere. Um, last time I flew, I had my boot on. And gotta say, people aren't nicer to you because you have a boot on. They're like, you're moving. Really? Move out of my way. They were like pretty Damn. unkind. And oh, no. it's on me. I could have called ahead and been like, I need a cart uh, to cart me around. But instead, you better believe I transferred at the Atlanta airport, which is <laughs> like such oh, a big no. fucking airport. And I had yeah. to like boot on down to the little tram, get on the tram. People did not move aside. People would not get up to let me sit. Oh. Uh, it was uh, it was rather interesting. And then getting off the plane, I would turn to the person behind me and be like, you can fully go around me. And I would wheel my suitcase in front of me to make room for that person to pass me. And they wouldn't pass me. Each time we would get to like the airport airport and they would make a production of blowing past me. to be like, ah, so slow, you were moving. And I was like, but I said you could go around me. Oh, next time you should just bring your boot, even when you don't need it. <laughs> and just, because you... I always, I've always wanted to ride those little cart things. They always look so fun. They're just zoom zooming. Like old people are on them, and I'm like, I want to get to my gate quickly. Uh huh. For whatever reason, I will not use them when I need them. When I flew off the motorcycle and my knee hurt, and I my knee hurt, I hurt my knee. Uh, I didn't use it, and all of my transfers were like on opposite ends of the airport, and I would just like limp on over. But I do think the walking was helpful for my knee. Don't know oh. if it was helpful for my ankle though. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. People are people are really mean. People are meanies. Oh, and then once on the um I guess I was coming back to LA, but it was in Atlanta. Uh this man was just like standing where my suitcase was in the overhead. And I was like, sir, I'm gonna hit you with this. And he was like, oh, I've been hit lots of times, but never with that suitcase. And I was like, 
okay. And then he's like, let me help you. And I was like, it's okay. And he's like, I'm going to help you. And I was like, I don't want your hands on my stuff. And then he ended up helping me. And then I washed my hands after and like, <laughs> like I sold my suitcase because I was like, I don't want it. I don't want it. Even though I don't think that's how COVID is transferred. I just, I didn't want I it from him. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Sometimes people at the airport are either not helpful at all mm-hmm. and they're mean mm-hmm. or too helpful and it's actually unhelpful. Mm-hmm. I don't like. One time I was like the uh, plane was deplaning. Sure. We were leaving the plane. Yeah. And uh, the flight had landed and there was a, a elderly man. <laughs> I think he was maybe in the seat ahead of me. And he's like, is this your suitcase above? And I was like, yeah, but I'll get it as I leave. And he was like struggling with it. He's like, I got it. And I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. I'll get it when I leave. And he's like, hold on. And I was like, can you go? And I was like, get the fuck out of my way, old man. That's so nice of you, but get the fuck out of my way. You are holding up this whole flight. Just, it actually will, like, it will make more sense for me to get it as I leave. I can carry it. I It's my property. I know how much it weighs. You're feeble. Get out of my way. <laughs> Maybe he thought you were like, oh, my God, you're a strong old daddy. Do you want to be my daddy? Maybe he was. And he was trying to get it. I'm going to get a sugar sugar baby. baby. Yes. (laughs) That's how he gets them. He's like, she didn't want. All right. On to the next flight. (laughs) I'll get one one of these days. I got to say, I've only flown. No, not only. I flew United during this little pandemic and then Delta. Delta has been very good during the pandemic. Oh, nice. Don't have to sit next to nobody. They social distance. They give you wine. So you mm-hmm. shove it under your mask and you chug it. <laughs> the way airplane wine is meant to be drank. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go, give me another one. They say, here's two more. And you go, thank you. You know who I am. Couldn't you use a straw? Well, they don't have straws on planes. One flight attendant who recognized me, she had a straw from her lunch bag, and it was wrapped up. And she was like, just don't, you know, don't say I need another straw, because nobody has another straw. This is my personal straw. And I was like, I can't take your personal straw. And she was like, yes, you can. And I was like, okay. And I was like, and then I, like, went to the bathroom, because I was like, too much wine. And as I went to the bathroom, she's like, do you want to see a picture? And I was like, "Mm, no. But I said yes, because that's the the polite thing to do. And then she showed me a little picture of her kid. And I was like, oh, what a treat. And I was like, why is she showing this to me? And then later she was like, my kid loves Nailed It. And I was like, ah, this is the wrong order of events. Uh, yeah, you, yeah. Here's a picture of that. my kid. But also strange that she was like, like that, like, oh, you must love just any kids, right? You must love just seeing a picture of a kid because <laughs> kids love you. So that's how that works. Maybe she was like, oh, she's dressed like a little boy today. Maybe she wants to see a picture of my little boy. <laughs> I was wearing, like, my little cap. <laughs> my mask with flames on it. I was like, I love Hot Wheels. <laughs> and sitting first class. <laughs> also, I will say this. The snack was goldfish. I don't eat goldfish. I eat Biscoff cookies, okay? Where were my Biscoff cookies? That is my my one question for Delta. Where are my Biscoff cookies? Where are they? Wow. Why didn't we have them? Wow. Those are easy to slip under a mask and then mm-hmm. munch them. Hmm. Interesting. Goldfish? Gotta keep removing the mask. Yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. 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 Where are my Biscoffs? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe um, maybe they went under during COVID times. No, they didn't, because I was at World Market the other day, and you better believe oh. there were some Biscoff cookies, and I bought them because Delta <laughs> did not give me any. I, I, I don't know. I don't know where they could be. I don't know either. 
Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. So listen, we all know life is full of yada yada. And, you know, people talk and you're just like, oh, my God, this is annoying. And then you just hit an unsubscribe on a bunch of things you got subscribed to on your email. And you're like, what is happening? And I know you've dealt with yada yada before, like when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding in the deep in, in fine print or bills that seem to keep going up for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have elsewhere. And yes, it's possible to outsmart yada yada, like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Stop by one of our over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. What well, should we do? Quiz? Should we? Um, let's. You pick. Maybe what uh, reality show you're perfect for based on your personality? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Here's what reality show you're perfect for based on your personality. Okay. Which of the following qualities most describes your personality? Spontaneous. Loving. Responsible. People pleaser. Guarded. Intelligent. Uh, I think I'm going to say spontaneous. I agree. I would say responsible. I agree. (laughs) 
What's your worst quality in a relationship? No lie, I'm pretty possessive. Some could call me needy. I'm a little controlling. I struggle with trust. I get jealous easily. I can't commit. Well, I've never been in a relationship, so BuzzFeed is attacking me. Um, Maybe, like, just in your relationships in life? Okay. In your friendship? I guess someone call me needy? Okay. I would say I'm a little controlling. Okay. Um, have you ever cheated on a current or past partner? No. No, haven't had a partner to cheat on. Hmm, BuzzFeed. <laughs> Attacking. Which reality star would you say you are most like? Jojo Siwa from Dance Moms. Nicole Snooky Polizzi from Jersey Shore. Lisa Vanderpump from Vanderpump Rules. Nene Leakes from Real Housewives of Atlanta. My queen, Darcy Silva from 90 Day Fiance. Well, not, no, she's not from 90 Day Fiance. She is from before the 90 days. <laughs> Thank you, BuzzFeed. <laughs> Any of the guys from Duck Dynasty? Well, I haven't thought about Duck Dynasty in so long. Me either. I've never once watched it. Um, mm-hmm. And another time in my life, I think I would have said Snooky. Yes. Um... <laughs> Uh, as much as I want to be Darcy, I'm not Darcy. Uh, I think I'm going to say Nene Leakes from uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. I can see that. Thank you. Um, who do you think I am? I don't know. Jojo Siwa from Dance Moms. You're just here for a good time. <laughs> a good clean okay, time. <laughs> I am here for a good clean time. Okay, great. <laughs> Pick an activity. Brunching and boozing. Hiking. Spending the day at the beach. Traveling. Watching TV. Reading. Mm. Hmm, this one's hard. Yeah. I definitely love traveling. Mm-hmm. But I also like boozing and brunching. I that's same. I love boozing and brunching. I love traveling. And I love spending the day at the beach. But you can spend the ben- the day at the beach while you're traveling. You can brunch yes. and booze while you're traveling. So I'm gonna yes. go with traveling. Ooh. Yeah, me too. What do you do for work? I don't. <laughs> I'm in retail. I'm in sales. Isn't that the same? It is the same. I'm in the creative field. I deal with finance. Something else. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Those are the. I want to meet these something. people who are like uh, something else. Um, I can't Wait, tell you. Wait, two of them were retail sales, very similar. Uh-huh. Creative field, finance, or just anything uh-huh. else. <laughs> well, I think we're both in the creative field. Yes, I, yes, that is true. Something else. <laughs> What's your best talent? I can sing and or dance. I have survival skills. <laughs> Writing. Networking. I have too many to name. I don't need talent because I'm beautiful. <laughs> wow. Uh, I guess I have too many to name since none of them are there. Yeah. Uh. I can sing or dance. Okay. I'll say. This is Nicole. Oh, I wow. got 90 Day Fiance! Uh, wow. Which is my favorite reality show. Yes. Okay, so you still haven't found the one, but maybe if you broaden your horizons with someone in a different country, you will. Now is the time to start fresh in a new relationship that leads to marriage. Well, well, okay. well. All right. Okay. I mean, I've been trying to get on, like, Fucking AmsterdamCupid.com. <laughs> That's right. You have. Any bites? Nope. Hmm. You know I haven't followed up on it. Right. 
I got the voice. We know you were blessed with some amazing vocals and you're and you've been too shy to show the world your talent. Now is your time to shine on the voice. Maybe you can sing a rendition of Kylie Jenner's Rise and Shine. Wow. I don't know about the last part. <laughs> hit you with the rudeness at the end of that. <laughs> feel like you Rise can't really sing. You're taking a BuzzFeed quiz. You can sing this shitty song. Right. Um, you should go on the voice. Okay. Can I just go on the voice? I don't know. I don't know how to read Oregon on the voice. I feel like they must have set that up. Mm, probably. But but also didn't tell the judges to <laughs> act like they knew who she was. Well, if there's any voice producers listening right now or you know of one, we got to get Sashir on the voice. <laughs> get me on the voice. I got to get this voice out mm-hmm. there. Let the people know. Let them hear you sing out loud and strong. <laughs> Isn't that a song? Sing out loud. Sing out proud. Sing out strong. This does sound familiar, but I don't know what it is. Me either. I I think it's sing, sing a song. Whose song is that? Who is that from it? something? It's the Carpenters. Yeah. Oh. There we go. Oh. I don't know who the Carpenters are. Well, didn't the lady die from a ham sandwich? No, 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 you're, no, that's no. The, you're hmm. thinking of the mamas and the papas, and that's kind of a myth. Yeah, but Karen Carpenter, oh. she did die from an eating disorder, but it was oh. from bulimia, anorexia, because oh. a, a fan or someone said that she looked fat in a picture. Oh. So, oh. Yeah. Damn. But they have great music. <laughs> oh, that's good. Sorry, that was, I'm telling you very me trying story, to be positive. But they do have but great they do music. Have great music. <laughs> oh. Sing a song. She has an incredible voice. I grew up with Karen Carpenter. Sing out strong. Uh, you heard it here first. Karen Carpenter, she good. She good. Nobody knew it until today. And did not die of a ham sandwich. No. Yeah. But like, All right. seems like a good way to go, though. Biting into something you love. That is true. Then be like, ah, I don't know, this is it. Yeah. Died doing what you loved. I hope Eating I died doing sandwiches. what I love. Swing on a pole. I can't <laughs> wait to fucking pole dance again. It's been yeah. so slow. Have you touched it at all? Oh, yeah. I touch it all the time. (laughs) And I did try to do a fireman's spin. And when I landed, I was like, I think I need to wear my brace when I do this and maybe a compression sock. Um, So next week, I was going to try it this week, but uh, she swole a little bit. So I was like, all right, we'll take it easy. Take it back a bit. But next week, she's going to try it. Yay. I don't wear makeup often, but when I do, I want to make sure I can use products that work for my skin and look good for my skin color. And so that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Their Brilliant Eye Brightener can be used as highlighter-eyeshadow combo that makes your eye look effortless. It comes in 16 buildable shades to choose from and play with. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like wax and blends like a powder. I love the Waterproof Eyebrow Liner because most of the time I just do my eyebrows and walk out the door. I like having a nice little, like, 
finished look. It looks like I tried, but I really didn't. I don't need multiple things. I don't need a brush and then a separate liner and then a separate color and blah, blah, blah. It's all one thing and it's great. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash best friends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash best friends for 10% off your first order. Black representation in the media means so much to me. I loved Whoopi Goldberg growing up and I was like, oh, that's a woman who like she she's got the same skin tone as me. She kind of looks like me and I can do it. So honestly, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Did I tell you I bought my sister a TV? You did. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you that she and- had to buy a TV stand to go with that TV? Yeah. She had to get a drill to put the TV stand together. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is a never-ending journey. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But she got the drill, and she put it together, and she sent me a picture, and I'm very happy. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she's happy, but I'm happy. Well, now, and now she has a drill. She'll, she might need it for the next thing you send her. <laughs> I send her curtains. and Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be like, just give me the measurements of this room, please, and then just start sending her stuff. Yeah, that'd be I nice. she would hate that. Yeah, probably. She'd be like, I never signed up for homework from my sister. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, she kind of did. Well, I guess she didn't. She was born first. She didn't ask for me. <laughs> I just came into her life, whether she liked it or not. And I grew up. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was the end of the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the end of the song. Okay, cool. Jordan, will your dad come tell us how cable works? Oh, Yeah. Let me see where he actually is. And what's your dad's name? My dad's name is George. Okay. Yeah. So he's coming up right now. What a good name. It is a good, it's so a good my, dad name. It is a good, strong dad name. George. It is a good, strong dad name. My nephew was actually named after him, too. So he's Georgie. He goes by Georgie. Very cute. That's really cute. cute. Can you hear them, Dad? Can you hear us? Only when you speak. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so you guys asked a bunch of cable questions, and I said that my dad has worked in cable for a really long time, and uh, so he is here if you want to ask him, I guess, some questions, whatever (laughs) questions you have. Wait, before you start, I can't get you free cable. (laughs) You can't get us free cable? Okay, fair. Okay, (laughs) all right. I guess the interview's over. (laughs) (laughs) No, not yet. Okay, here's my top number one question. How do the people get in the TV? How is TV brought to me? How? How? (laughs) 
Well, you know about the how the studio end works, I presume, right? I know that you can capture people's essences in a camera and then you can replay it. But how right. is it brought from the camera capturing to my TV? Well, it's all today. It's all digitized. They put it in a little packet and they send it over either copper wires or coax wires. Most times now it's fiber optic wires. And comes all the way to your house, and then you just reassemble it. So it kind of is like uh, Willy Wonka, where yeah, it becomes much. disassembled yeah. in the air and then reassembled. Right. Yeah, the there's TV. all kinds of algorithms that uh, they use to put it back together, especially with high definition, because they don't send the whole signal out. So it has to make some of it up. Huh. Math. Don't ask me. I, you know, I can count to ten if I take my shoes off. <laughs> Wait a minute, you don't have 10 fingers? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry, 20, 20. <laughs> I never said it was brilliant. Uh, that's int- I truly did not know that it is assembled and then disassembles and then reassembles. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's so wild. Right, right. And realize a high school student invented the first TV. Wait, Whoa. what? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. How? Well, were they trying to invent a TV? Yeah. No, well, you, you know, every radio was, this is going way back before my time, even, even though I'm really ancient. But uh, it, it was a, uh, I'm trying to remember the poor boy's name now, I'm going to forget it. But radio was a big deal, and they always said, well, how do we figure out how to send pictures over it? So he was a farm boy, and he saw the rows of fields, and he said, wait a minute, if I break down the picture into these rows on a TV, old TV screen, they had rasters, and they would go across scan line so that's what he came up with the scanning mechanism that uh, allows you to original tv to do that now hd tvs are different today but uh, that's how they did it so anyway but it was a high school kid huh. wow wow why nicole was wondering why are tvs measured horizontally yes or the di- the diagonal, On a diagonal? because it's longer that's all <laughs> Just makes it sound longer. So yeah, they're yeah, lying it, to us. <laughs> marketing. Ugh. Marketing. Yeah. How insidious. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, Sheer, do you have any TV questions? Hmm. I don't think I had as many as you did. <laughs> <laughs> and the the other thing Nicole mentioned, because I had mentioned to them that cable at one time was free. And you said... No, it was never free, but it was, you know, like $8 or $7. But I grew up, when the first time I saw cable TV, I said, who would pay for this? I get it free over the air. in You know, outside of New York City, there was like 15 channels. Why would I want to pay somebody for the same picture? But, you know, little did I know it would be my career. (laughs) What year did you start? uh, 1978. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so... And what kind of things do you do? Well, I started, I started out as a technician going to people's houses and fixing things. You know, you go in the house and they'd, they'd lock the door behind you and say, you're not leaving until you fix this. <gasps> so, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, No, in fact, most people were really nice. And, and uh, it, was a, it was a great experience uh, meeting a lot of people and doing that. Then I spent eight years in a bucket truck, you know, working outside. Oh, and, yeah, those tall and, ones that go up to the poles. Yeah, yeah, you know, working through hurricanes and things like that. And then oh, I moved oh, yeah. over to management and traveled across the country. And, you know, I kept moving, but, you know, Jordan keeps finding me. So, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> but I moved into management roles. Very fortunate to be part of some, you know, startups and things like that. So very, very fortunate. So, so okay. If my TV is like not working, what's the number one thing that would be causing that? Well, when you say not working, the first question I ask is, "What is, do you have a black screen, or do you have, or do you have something on the screen?" Okay, there's uh, there's something on the screen, and it keeps switching between HDI one and HDI two. It does it on its own, keeps switching. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Oh no, it yeah. stumped you. <laughs> you did. You did. Yeah. Um. I'll be. Yeah. I don't really. It seems like an odd problem, and it seems like it's TV-related more than... Uh, more than the cable? More than the cable, yeah. So, okay. like, you know, so, there. I mean, there are plenty of problems that happen, but uh, that sounds like uh, something in the TV. Right, or the, or the, the HDMI TV. connectors are very sensitive. If, they, if you put them in incorrectly, they can, they, they'll stop working correctly. Oh, all right. Well, I'll have to check my little connector thingies. Do you know anything about satellites? Yeah, yeah, I used to install satellite TV. Now, I feel like there's probably less satellite TV systems than there used to be. The satellites that are in space, are those still out there? Yeah, they're all still out there in geosynchronous orbit. And in fact, you know, a lot of people, that's the only way you can get signal if they live in rural areas. So it's a good source of, you know, TV, but it's a terrible source for Internet. So... Wait. Only if you want to transmit. I mean, it'll, you can receive plenty of speed, but you can't send it back to the satellite. People with satellite television are getting TV from space? That's right. Well, you are too. <laughs> it just goes to the cable company instead directly to your house. So there's a mix of satellite delivery and landline fiber optics. Fiber optics goes across the country. <gasps> and is the one, so the, when you have a wire that comes out of the wall that goes to the TV, is that landline? Well, if you have a satellite dish on the roof, then it's going from the roof to that wire to the TV. Uh, it's down converted so the TV can receive the signal. So if you live in an ur- urban area, I don't know where you folks live, but, you know, Jordan's here in Los Angeles. She's got a cable line out from the pole to the apartment here. And that's how this is all working. Huh. And now if the pole gets knocked down, does yeah. that mean we don't get no cable? Yeah, it sure does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. So we yeah, can't be knocking down poles. <laughs> yeah, well, that, I mean, that's physically there's a lot of things that can happen. So, I mean, that was the last group of jobs I have, all the construction and outside plant maintenance. He would get contacted from time to time about uh, in Kentucky, people would be shooting guns. And all of a sudden they go through like the cable. And so they have to go out and repair it. <laughs> Yeah, some of it was uh, dove season, and they, you know, they were too lazy to go into the fields. They would just shoot the doves off the wire. Some of it was um, Kentucky won the basketball game, so in the middle of Louisville, they would uh, let the <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it's uh, interesting. So. Sometimes I walk past those poles and I hear like a zzz, like a buzzing sound. Yeah, is that, what is that? Run. Run. No, <laughs> no. Typically, that's a transformer. That's part of the power network. You want to stay away from that. That's why, like, people once in a blue moon you hear about someone getting electrocuted in the streets of New York City by walking on one of those metal panels and touching something else. Oh, wow! wow. So, but that's a but that's pretty rare. Wow! Yeah. Dang, so transformer. The so, Earth is scary. 
Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, right. this is very informative. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye, George. Bye, George. Bye. Wow. Who knew? We're getting TV from space. <laughs> yes, we are. I didn't know that. I didn't know that satellite dishes were in space for just mm-hmm. TV. Seems extreme. It does, right? Like, kind of crazy. That's like, we have to get everybody television. So we're yeah. going to put some satellites in space so everybody who wants it can have it. Yeah. But we don't have universal health care. Shaking my <laughs> dang head. Shaking my dang head. Hmm. Your dad's so nice, Jordan. He's very nice. I like him. Thanks. He's funny, too. I Thanks. keep leaving and Jordan keeps finding me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's a... He always jokes that he's like, I think I'm a comedian. I was like, a comedian mm. would say that. Yeah, you're right. But thank you. I'm I'm honored that he was on. So he ha- he's a really smart guy. So yes, and it truly seems like you love him so much. It was just nice to see. <gasps> thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> well, okay. We didn't answer any questions or queries today, but. Usually we do. And you can email us or call us at Nicole and Sashir at jamel.com. Um, the number is 424-645-7003. We also have merch that you can buy mm-hmm. at podswag.com slash best friends. And we have a bonus series on Stitcher Premium. Check it out. For a month free of Stitcher Premium, go to stitcher.com slash premium and use the promo code FRIENDS when signing up for our monthly plan. Lastly... Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That's the easiest way to support this show. It sure is. Now, howdy doody, goodbye. Howdy doody, goodbye. (laughs) 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 Thanks. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.